1: Hey Mamas, this is Sandra Beck and this is Military Mom Talk Radio and I've got a great show for you guys today. I've got a special episode. I get so excited when I get special episodes. Uh, my lovely co-host today is Linda Creeter. You might know her from her show, Military Network Radio, and we are combining forces today to talk about online learning. Now, we've got some special guests coming all the way from Italy and we're going to feature a company or feature a school called Wyoming virtual academy now you can find out more about this while you're listening along you can check out their website at k12 that's k is in kindergarten 12.com front slash grade and uh, learn about wyoming virtual academy and before you say i don't live in wyoming this school is available for wherever you claim your residency or you're planning to retire to so i think that's really important uh, that people know that so for other states go to k12.com front slash grade to find out more Now, Linda, we're going to talk today about online virtual learning, distance learning. I mean, there's so many names for this, and we're going to really dig in to find out like what it looks like, tastes like, feels like as a parent uh, sending your kid to one of these schools. But before we do, I want you to explain a little bit about virtual learning.
2: I'd be glad to. I I wish this had been around when I had young children. I have two grown children at this point, but at one point we did eight moves in 11 years, including overseas, and we had nothing because the technology wasn't that advanced. You couldn't leverage it, and you really were on your own to find ways to augment your children's learning. So I'm very pleased to talk about this today. Virtual learning is very similar to a regular brick and mortar school. It's a public school system and the teachers have to account for academics and attendance. But there's so many advantages to this, especially for military children, because it's flexible. It's tailored to the style of learning that your child reflects best with. And they are like sponges um, from start to finish when given that type of tailored, customized curriculum and learning. With the frequent relocations, It allows a consistency for both parents and children to understand what's going on from class to class and state to state without either repeating something or being hopelessly left behind, which is terribly frustrating. And then there are ways that you can be at home when mom and dad are home on leave or return from deployments. And I think a lot of people forget that some duty assignments are apart, families are apart, and stateside, but they're also during the academic school year. So many more military children are affected than perhaps we first think about. One of the other things that I found as I was preparing for this program is that the teachers are exceptionally passionate about their topics. They choose to do this work because they love it. And I think we all know the difference a good teacher can make. They end up as passwords when you grow up. That's that's the big piece. Um, parents are very closely involved. There's socialization. And we'll talk more about uh, the advantages. But what I love the most is that It seems to breed a love of learning that will last for a lifetime. And since the family can be involved and the social needs and the academic needs of the child are addressed directly, the military family addresses education for their children as a mission. And it's phenomenal. So I I look forward to having our guests share their stories.
1: I do too, Linda. But before we do, I want to talk about some of the myths because I got to tell you, before but- I did some shows on online learning and distance learning, and I actually, I actually was a distance learning educator for a couple of years in the tech industry, mm-hmm. and you know, I really thought like, oh my gosh, you know, these students lack socialization, their social skills, and you know, they're not, you know, in the lunchroom, you know, being picked on. <laughs> there because that's what happened to me in the lunchroom um, but you know they're they're lacking in these things but that's actually not true because these students take trips to the museums they go to the parks right. they attend social events they join clubs and these schools have clubs and they they bring kids together in a variety of activities and it's not like they're sitting all day on the computer that was another one right. of the myths and you know the funny thing is <laughs> my kids in the summer are on the computer anyway because they're gaming but In the school year, the reality is only 25 to 30% of the actual work is done online. So I think these myths and perceptions, um, you know, really don't give an accurate picture, which is why we're going to bring um, guests on today to talk about some of these things. And, you know, these uh, academies that operate outside the traditional classroom still have to take into account their state standards. And Mm -hmm. for those of you listening today, you want to check out Military Mom Talk Radio either on iTunes or you can check it out at our host station, Toginet, that's dot com to find other episodes about distance learning. Now, today we're going to focus on the higher grades, but we did speak uh, last week to Major Joe Ronzio and his wife, Dahlia. With their special guest star, Lizzie, who's in fifth grade. And we talked about what it was like for the elementary school grade. So if you have elementary school grade children and you're curious, I'll go ahead and pick up that episode. It's available online. Um, but today we're going to focus on kind of the high school years. And Linda, um, before we get into our guest, um, can you talk a little bit about some of these specific kind of needs that an online education can be really beneficial for the military family?
2: Sure. Just a couple of stats. Um, Children in military families tend to move about six to nine times during their childhood, so K through 12, that time period. And online learning, instead of going forward or backward when you move state to state, gives you the opportunity to seamlessly continue your education. No two military children, are alike and being able to tailor to the style and the variety of learning styles for your children is a huge advantage. I especially love that the flexibility is there to take subject matter that is sometimes being discontinued in our public school curriculums, like music and arts, sports training, and languages, things that are really key to a, a, a military child and their worldview, which is often more mature and more forward-thinking because they've been exposed to so much. It also gives them a community of uh, military children to be around, which is important. And then finally, reserve and guard families are often not considered as being the traditional army brats or or the same way, and yet post 9-11, we have many more guard and reserve families being deployed in record numbers. And so these, these facts all point to the fact that an online virtual academy offers many more options, and we think that it's something that really is intriguing to consider.
1: It is. Well, and that just leads me in perfectly to our guest today. Uh, We're going to be visiting with Christina Tucker. Now, she's got a 16-year-old Rafael. They're from Cheyenne, Wyoming, and he is a student at Wyoming Virtual Academy. And the family was originally stationed in Wyoming, but deployed to Aviano, Italy. And now uh, we heard that uh, the dad got his orders to go to England. So I'm like, oh, Linda, you know, to go from (laughs) nice, nice warm Italy to like 55 degrees and drizzly England. England. Um, but what a great opportunity. What a great opportunity uh, for their son, Raphael. And Raphael's father is an Air Force Master Sergeant for 17 years. Uh, so I'd like to bring on Christina Tucker and talk to her a little bit about her son's education because he sounds like an amazing kid and you're not going to be disappointed in um, the opportunities that are afforded to this young man. That can be for your family as well. Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Hi, how's it in Italy today? It
3: is a beautiful day.
1: Sunny, uh,
3: uh, uh 70s. It's uh around dinner time right now. Not, I think it's around noon your time, but so we're going
1: to put a shout out to our uh military listeners in Nome, Alaska and <laughs> <laughs> nice. send them some sunshine today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Christina, so you've got an exceptional son. I mean, he speaks three different languages. He's really, really, um, you know, he's really, really smart. And it's got to be hard. Like, I don't know how you would do this traveling around the world and giving him the opportunity that you have without a virtual learning opportunity. Can you Can you tell me a little bit about what it's been like for you? Because he started in third grade and now he's in what? He's a junior? He is, yes, going into his junior year. So what has it been like to bring your child up in an online? Because you weren't raised in an online virtual. None of us were.
3: No, no, absolutely not. Um, I actually was raised in an all-girl Catholic school, so it was quite different for me um, (laughs) to relate uh, to what he's going through. Um, I guess it would have to start when we were, um, stationed in Japan for seven years. That was when Rafael was just a baby. So we just kind of knew that he was a little bit, um, more advanced. We had him in a, uh, Japanese English preschool and he picked up both languages pretty quick. So we, um, we kind of knew he was a little special from that point, but, um, hadn't pursued online um, learning until we got to Wyoming um, and realized he was not doing, um, he wasn't challenged enough in his first and second grade years uh, there at the public school system. So they suggested he skip a grade. And um, so we were looking, we didn't want that to happen. So we were looking into other um, solutions for him and found K-12 Um, that was offered through Wyoming Virtual Academy. Well, and I think, you know, you bring up a really good
1: point because I had this with both of my kids. When kids are bored in school, they either get into trouble or in my case, you know, my sons would pack like books and be reading them at their desk, you know, just to to have something to do. But we're also teaching them that they can do very little effort for top results, which doesn't help them at all in the long run. Linda? Linda?
2: I I thoroughly agree with that. If you don't challenge children who are especially gifted, especially when they're young and have been given opportunities such as the Japanese um, English preschool, that's amazing. And you don't want to waste that uh, period of time where you're really learning uh, and giving them opportunities and then suddenly it's taken away.
1: Well, and I think, you know, you talked about the love of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's so important to, to go with the kids wherever they want to go. You know, if they want to learn about X, Y, and Z and they want to, they want to really delve into it for kids like this, you have to provide that. Otherwise, they kind of dismiss education and dismiss it as a waste of time. Um, or that it's boring. And if you can really nurture your kid, I mean, Christina, Rafael has to just like eat this stuff up, doesn't he?
3: He absolutely does. Um the program is so fantastic. It offers um his skill set um, um opportunities for him to advance if he chooses to do so. Um it's it's just been it's been fantastic finding K12 and having him um not to mention the overseas aspect. I mean, that's just fantastic uh having that um, flexibility How so? as well. How so? How so? Well, well, I mean, after we were stationed in F.E. Warren, um, in Wyoming from 2007 to 2011, and then that's when we got the orders to Aviano. So he was doing very well in Wyoming Virtual Academy, um, for the, from third grade on up to fifth, sixth grade, I believe, is when we, we moved to Aviano. So, um, the fact that we, the seamless uh, transition for us just to, to move to another place and him not having to worry about, you know, meeting new people, re-registering, um, I mean, that, that was
2: just fantastic, not to
3: mention just being in Italy and traveling in Italy. so
2: Can I take a step back? I think what you said was very, very important. The general response when a child is gifted is to do what they said to you, skip a grade and this way right. he was able to stay with his age appropriate peers but become challenged and and that's a, seems like an enormous advantage and probably made you more comfortable
3: absolutely absolutely the fact that i knew that he wasn't you know a young child going in with a group of older children having to adjust um mm-hmm. you know possible bullying or um whatever takes on in that you know, whatever takes place in that sort of situation, it was nice to um, be able to still have him in the same grade, and for him to, you know, the the advantage to take different courses that adjust to his learning style and his skill set, and to just watch him not be bored anymore and to be <laughs> enthusiastic, and it was
2: it was wonderful. Sounds like well, a big turnaround
1: absolutely and I want to just chime in something before I take us to commercial break um, because I do have two gifted sons and though they were gifted intellectually emotionally they were still second grade they weren't ready to go to third or fourth grade or fifth grade even though that's what their academic Mm -hmm. scores said so and I wanted to keep them with their peers so I'm right there with you I want to thank Christina Tucker and Wyoming Virtual Academy for being our guest this segment now we're going to come back After the break, Linda and I, and we're going to really dig into what uh, schooling looks like and what is the parent involvement and what it's like for the child at the high school level. So you're not going to want to miss this. uh, When we come back from the break, Christina Tucker and her son, Rafael will be with me and Linda on Military Mom Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break.
0: We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
2: Hi, all military moms, dads, and grandparents. This is Linda Crater at Military Network Radio. In a military family, everyone serves, and we know how hard you work to provide a great education for your military kids. K-12 believes each child is uniquely brilliant, so to prepare them for college and success beyond high school, they deserve an education designed just for them. Learn more at k12.com forward slash grade about enrolling. A child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious, others inventive, some analytical. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach, too, and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12-powered schools go on to fine colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed. Join the community of military families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education. K-12 welcomes students for grades K through 12. Visit k12.com forward slash grade or call 855-628-9531 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com forward slash grade. Welcome
0: back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference.
1: Hey, mamas! This is Sandra Beck from Military Mom Talk Radio, and I'm here with Linda Creeter, host of Military Network Radio, and we are going to visit with Christine Tucker and her son Rafael. Rafael is the one we were were singing his praises in the opening segment. If you missed it, you're going to want to check us out on iTunes or go back to TogiNet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com, and we are talking today about online learning. Now, Rafael is 16 years old, and he is attending Wyoming Virtual Academy, and I'm going to go right to Rafael. We're not going to make him wait and get all nervous. Um, but Rafael, what is it like to be able to study kind of in depth, whatever you want, and go down these uh, trails to learn at the pace that you learn?
4: Well, I think the learning in a homeschool system where you you know you use a computer and learn online is a lot more comfortable because, you know, you're learning at home or you can learn abroad or you can learn while you're traveling to places. And really, you know, in the process, it's an actual school system. So it feels like, you know, you're picking up a book at a store and, you know, reading it and taking all this information in while still being in a school system so it, it really makes education fun and interesting and engaging because now, you, you, you don't what's that
1: go ahead no i was just gonna say you know you're taking digital arts and astronomy as part of high school
4: yeah that's that's another thing is that with the k-12 program itself it's just brilliant how they how they have it laid out because despite the fact that you can you know you can learn it's a um, it's a very comfortable learning experience. They have it laid out to where it's as professional as a school system. So the tests are, are brilliant. They really push you in your knowledge of what you just read. And um, the actual courses that they offer are great for, you know, the skill sets you're interested in. And they're very specific, like... They they could offer general engineering but they could also offer, you know, CAD engineering or if you're taking digital art if you're interested in arts you can either learn about art history or do digital arts or do photography. And the the options are just they're all there. It's it's great. All all this while you're while you're in the comfort of your own home.
2: You know, Rafael, this how's is Linda. I am loving the fact that you speak these languages, that you're in Italy uh, while using the Wyoming Virtual Academy. How is it, how do you do this when you are traveling? Uh, You had talked earlier uh, to us privately that you've been to 19 countries already. Talk about what that school experience is like while you're traveling.
4: Yeah, that's the thing is that the school is so versatile that you know you could just you could literally do it on a, a device like an iPad or you could bring a laptop along and and because the resources sources are all there you just i mean you could bring you may have to bring a book or two but you know you could travel with a, with a laptop and a book and in this pro- in the process while you know this allows me to to go to places in Europe, that any anyone would dream to go to, like like Stonehenge or Auschwitz,
3: mm-hmm. or
4: the Anne Frank House, or you know, these are
3: all places he's been to. Actually. Right?
4: Yeah, like Lad the Impaler's castle. That's in the Romania. thing is that you can you can vacation like this. You know, While learn, learning. On, learn, yeah, yeah, learn <laughs> on your vacation and learn at school.
3: One of the great things was um, his he did t- he took an a p art history course, which mm-hmm. was early on in his freshman year and um it was fantastic that he actually got to visit all of these places um, and and actually see quite a bit of artwork that was in his a <laughs> p art history book
4: <laughs> right it's it's great front. it's great because you can actually after you know reading all, this, all these things about art history, you can actually see the significance in the works you're seeing. You know, it's not like I'm going to see the Mona Lisa because it's famous. I'm going to see it because of how much of a masterpiece it is and how many, right. many grounds it broke and in how it was
3: interpreted art. as right. art in this art history mm-hmm. class.
1: Well, and I just want to jump in Linda before you make your comment, sure. because I'm just going to, I'm going to kick it old school over here. Uh, Rafael. I want to tell you a funny story that, you know, I used to kind of sleep through history class because I thought history was really boring because it was just a bunch of like, you know, old textbook pictures like, and I grew up in, you know, the farm country of Western New York state. So I never really gave it much thought. And then when I was 30, I went um, to Buchenwald, uh, you know, the um, Mm -hmm. the internment camp and um, for World War Two. And I got off the plane and was walking around going, oh, my gosh, you guys, it's in color. Because all it was was pictures in a book or like, you know, video clips that we saw on television or, you know, on the thing. Everything was in black and white. I had no idea Europe was in color till I went there. That's (laughs)
2: funny. That is funny. I've got a question for Christina, because it sounds like the two of you are working very closely together. The family works closely together for the education. Is that just one of the nice bonus benefits of this virtual academy that you really can go do all of this as a family? So it cements the military family, even though you're moving all over and thriving where you're planted.
3: Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the times, um, we take our vacations like small field trips. So okay. um, we all learn. I mean, Rafael teaches us quite a bit um, <laughs> of, of what he learned. So it, I mean, that's kind of the reason that he took the AP art history course, for instance, his freshman year, he, he we would go to these museums at these different places. And Rafael would actually teach his dad and his mom about <laughs> what he's just learned. And um it's just great that he's retaining all this information like i mean like like you said about your you know taking history and how bored you were i mean i'm I'm right there with you, I'm raising my hand i I was bored as well I don't think I retained that much information you know in history art high school, but he, on the other hand, is like living it especially abroad and and for us to be able to travel and for him to you know come back to the hotel and then get on you know his school in the evening. Which is another, I mean, he does do school in the evening time. That's one of the differences um, because of the time change, because mm-hmm. K-12 is stateside uh, time frame. So he does start school at 6 p.m. and ends around midnight. So we perfect do have to make for a, that. But perfect
1: <laughs> for a high school student. I mean, I am always yeah. trying to get <laughs> yeah, high school a lot of, you know, go
3: to trouble. bed. Go to bed.
1: Right. And they're like, no, and then they want to sleep till 10. So,
3: you know, this kind of. Yes, per- yes, yes. It's the dream uh, schedule I guess it is a
1: dream schedule now Christina I want to ask you because this is one of the things that always comes up you know my ability to help my children kind of craps out in fourth grade you know the math the, the the science forget it after that um spelling maybe third grade so how like do you feel a lot of pressure being in charge of your your son's education and and what happens like if he's doing chemistry or organic chemistry and you're eating a popsicle I'm not being any disrespect <laughs> but <laughs> no no,
3: you know I could not at help all him in in Japanese, Spanish, Italian,
1: or astronomy.
3: you were a fellow would be the first person to know that his mom and dad really can't help him so um <laughs> he uh the the virtual program has just like regular uh high school. Uh, they have office hours. So um, the children can, the high school students can um, make uh, plans to meet up with the professors um, during office hours. So um, it's almost like a one-on-one tutoring for him. If he does have a question, um, he utilizes that to, you know, the nth degree. I mean, he'll contact his teacher say I'm having a you know trouble here and then she'll say meet me you know at such and such a time um online and they go into what's called a virtual um like a virtual office or classroom where it's just one-on-one he and she or he and he and they work it out
1: so I don't have to worry about that yeah, boy, that really takes the pressure off because one of the the fears, I think, and, you know, Linda, you know, maybe you had them too. It's like if I'm responsible for my kids' education and, and it's way beyond what I can do or handle, um, it's nice to know that this is already built in.
2: I, I absolutely agree because I think in some ways the – the zeal that you feel with the learning would be lost if they had to depend on me or just the parent. So having that extra option and the the bonus time with the office hours is a phenomenal way to reinforce and also to maybe stretch them. I imagine Rafael is not one who doesn't who who wants to be stretched. Am I Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He loves a challenge. That's for sure. So how does that work?
3: He, um, well, you know what's interesting is his teachers, his individual teachers. They they recognize um, their students' um, learning capabilities, so they actually tailor to each student. Um, um, so he has a special relationship with his professors, and they know they they actually push him to the next level um, mm-hmm. because they know he likes it. <laughs>
2: That's I terrific.
3: I don't know how to explain it, but they they, they do a really good job of um, keeping him stimulated academically because they know that that's, you know, the kind of individual that he is.
2: Well, I bet they love a student like that.
3: (laughs) He just loves to learn. Um, I I wasn't really like that in school. I have a 24-year-old son, Sebastian, and he's, you know, he was more hands-on, more, you know, he he wasn't really into academics like Raphael is. So, um, yeah, he's just different. And this this K-12 and this, this program is fantastic for that. Now, I'm going to ask some, like, technical details
1: because I'm fascinated by this. Like, how do you get the materials? Like, do they just come in, like, a big box at the beginning of the school year? Or is stuff delivered on time? You know, what does it look like? Like, you sign up, and then what happens?
3: Um, they do. Um, well, the difference between Wyoming Virtual Academy... Now, Wyoming is... Um, they are state funded. The virtual academy is state funded. So as long as you're a resident of Wyoming, you are able to do K-12 um, through Wyoming. The, the the state pays for it. Um, K-12 is also offered throughout the United States. Um, different states have different regulations. So you have to kind of check you know, to where you're a resident from um, to see if K-12, which is his um, actual school platform, is able to you know, what what their regulations are, but K-12 has the book sent straight to the student. They only use UPS, so we're overseas, so we actually have to have it sent to a stateside family member who sends it to us over here, um, because we can only use USPS, United States Post Office. We can't use UPS here. So, but he does... but. I mean, we correlate with a certain family member, and they receive the materials for him, and then they—my family member—sends them overseas for us. Now, if you're stateside, it's they send them straight to your house. It's no problem.
1: Got it. And so, and and some of this, like a majority of the stuff, is it online? Did it change as he got older? Like, you know, when he was little, you know, up to now, like in the type, like the 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 materials you get.
3: No, it's pretty much. Um, he does get texts textbooks um um when he was younger they they of course uh before the boom of uh online books he got you know predominantly textbooks but now um it's probably 50 50 now he does half online um half textbook he does have lectures where you know he has to read the textbooks all of his tests online are um there you have to go into a platform to where you cannot uh there, there's no way for you to look up the answer on Google or, you know, or there's no way to get out of that platform when you're taking the test. So, you know, it guarantees that your student isn't cheating. Um, so there, there's definitely technology there now um, versus as before that makes high school learning more legit.
1: Well, and it just, I mean, the idea that he can learn or she can learn what they're interested in and still get their core requirements, you know, for every small farm town, you know, like I'm from to, you know, around the world where the military family serves, the fact that you can give this kind of educational gift to your children is just amazing. I want to thank you, Christina Tucker and Raphael Tucker for being our guests today I also want to thank Wyoming Virtual Academy for allowing us to poke around their program and hear more about it. I want to thank my lovely co-host today, Linda Kreider. You can check out her show on Military Network Radio. Now, there is open enrollment for the 2016-17 school year. So what you guys want to do is go to K12. That's K as in kindergarten, K12.com, front slash grade, like grade book. So we're going to be back next week. I want to... Uh, encourage everyone here listening today to think outside the box if you have a child who is gifted if you are traveling if you are running around like what did they say six military kids move six to nine times during Mm -hmm. their childhood and you want to give your kid all the opportunities that rafael talked about today please check out k12.com front slash grade we'll be back again next week
0: Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com and in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your outlook and future. Thank you for joining us.